So when I saw the announcement of the Super Bowl, okay, so this was back in February, when they announced that like Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem were going to perform, I lost it, okay? <laughs> like I lost it. This was music that I would listen to that I essentially grew up with. I I'm a person that has like a wide variety of like music that I like to listen to. I am not a one particular genre kind of person. And I'm also not one of those people that are like, I listen to everything but country. And I don't necessarily specifically search to look and listen to country. My husband likes to listen to it. So like, I will listen to it. And sure, some of the songs are a little catchy. But growing up, like, it was a thing. It was my thing to always be so aware of like, music and all the new songs and all the new things like that was my thing and I honestly got that from one of my uncles because he was super like into music and like learning about all the new artists and all their new songs and getting underground music and everything like it was like our thing like we just loved listening to music and we loved listening to these artists when like Dr. Dre and Eminem were like big this was when I don't remember what like cable channel it was maybe it was its own cable channel on its own it was called the box and all they did was play music videos over and over and over again and there was like a number at the bottom that you would call and then like each music video had its own like code number and so like you would call and then put in the code number and then that music video would play like next or or like whatever like it would kind of go in order and we would like memorize the numbers of the songs that we wanted to listen to and like when we would see that little like phone dial go up and we'd be like oh like what number is it and then we would notice like oh it's the same one as the Eminem song or whatever like we would get super excited because we knew that that was the song that was going to play next. Music has always been like a way for me to escape like Whenever I'm feeling sad, I'm one of those people who, yes, I will put sad music on <laughs> so that it would like purposely make me cry. And once I cry, then like I'm over it, right? Um, I like to put music on when I'm happy, like when I want to dance or something. Nowadays, like Logan and I, we will have dance parties and I'll put music on. Um, I have an Alexa thingy, an Echo. I don't know, I don't know what it is. It was gifted to me by Otterbox. But um. So yeah, I have it in my kitchen and usually I use it for like, Alexa, how many tablespoons and uh, this, you know, like it's usually for like measurements or like, how long do I have to cook shrimp for or whatever. Um, but sometimes I like to put music on. So I'll be like, Alexa, play music. And it'll always like randomly pick like a radio station based off like what I normally like to listen to and we'll have dance parties in the kitchen or sometimes I just like to wake up. I listen to worship music when um, I'm cooking breakfast just to kind of get me in a better mood to like start off my day and like music has just always been a thing for me. It's just always been a way for me to regulate myself, to, to relax, to listen to something um, and just like overall feel good. But anyway, when I heard that these artists were going to be performing for the Super Bowl, I went on like a binge music days. No, that's not correct <laughs> I, I was starting listening to like all of their songs and like now that I'm 
older because I used to listen to these songs when I was like, younger and didn't understand half of it. Now that I'm older and I'm listening to it, I'm like, ugh. Probably should not have been a 10-year-old listening to this stuff, but I mean, whatever concept they were talking about was clearly way in over my head because I had no idea. But um, as I'm listening to Eminem specifically, I started to like really, really just like his his music and his songs were really starting to get to me at this point. Um, I have never like, yes, like I knew that he was or is like the goat of like talking all this smack about his mom. Like, yes, we all know that. Um, and it was very controversial at the time that he was big and at the time that all this music came out. But if you like take the time to like sit down and truly listen to his music and to his lyrics, like you can just tell how much like pain there was behind it and, and like how it was it, all this music was really resonating with me and to be honest it kind of really like put me in my feels like all over again I started to think of like my podcast right and how in some episodes I have mentioned like a little bit about my mom and I've mentioned a little bit just about like my family in general and how like they've made me feel like all throughout my life and I started thinking about like how therapeutic um just doing this podcast in general has been for me right like not just specifically talking about like what I've been through but just like just like everything right like me talking about anxiety and like me figuring out how to manage it me figuring out how to maneuver my life with anxiety and how to be a mom and how to be a wife how to be a friend like it, it's been like an extremely therapeutic process for me. And I truly feel that, you know, a lot of the reason why I have grown so far is because of this podcast is because I've been able to express myself in ways that like, I truly never would have before. Like, and I've said this many times, like I am just naturally a very private person and a very just like quiet person like anyone who meets me or knows me in person like I'm just I don't really talk and if I do it's just like small talk nonsense like I'm not one to like sit in front of someone and just like spill my feelings about things like that is just not me that is just not how I work but from you know doing this podcast I have truly learned to kind of come out of that shell and I've talked about things that truly no one really like knew about me like no one really knew what I had gone through like even like friends that I know that listen to this and like they'll listen to my episodes about like I don't know my childhood or my teenage or my you know relationships and stuff they'll be like oh my god like I never would have known you know like I never would have known that you had been through all of that so I'm listening to these songs and, and I'm paying attention to the lyrics and I'm like wow like how therapeutic must it have been for him to like write these songs about his mom and everything his mom did to him and his dad leaving him and everything like like how great must it have felt to get all of that out and I've been like over here thinking like hmm is it time for me to clean out my closet like is it time for me to air out my dirty laundry is it time for me to just record an episode to literally like day by day time by time like spill and say everything that has ever been done to me 
by everyone who has ever walked in and out of my life. Like, is this something that I need to do? Like, is this something that I just need to release and let go to finally just like let go of everything to finally be able to just move on? Like, is this something that I really feel that like is going to be beneficial to my healing process and be beneficial to my growth in general? Now, I want to go back to some of his songs. So, the song specifically, Cleaning Out My Closet, the lyrics in the chorus go, I'm sorry, mama, I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry, but tonight I'm cleaning out my closet, right? And in that song, he talks a lot about, like, what she did to him. Um, specifically, like, her telling him, like, oh, I think his uncle had died, someone had died, and he was like, oh, I wish it was you, and he was just like, well, guess what? Like, I am dead to you. Like, I'm as dead as I will ever be to you. He starts talking about his daughter. Like, oh, you should see her now. She's so beautiful. Like, but you'll never see her. She won't even be at your funeral. Like, as I'm listening to these lyrics, like, it really resonated with me because I kept thinking, like, ah, this is me with my, like, mom or or my family, right? Like, And I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh, you know, my daughter is growing up and my daughter is growing up to be this wonderful, wonderful person. And I'm just like thinking, I'm like, and they'll never see that. Like, they'll never see how great of a person my daughter is. And it's just like, it it really just kind of, I guess it caught me off guard. It wasn't really something that I necessarily was thinking about, right? Like, I'm living in the today, I'm living in the now, and I'm trying to just focus and grow day by day that I had never really like taken the second to like think about the future and like holy crap like at this point if nothing I don't know resolves itself (laughs) I don't think that's the right word but you know like if at this point like neither one or anyone kind of reaches out to maybe try and like reconcile like this is going to be my life like this is going to be my future this is kind of where like it hit me that like one day she's going to connect the dots and one day she's going to realize like, wait a second, there's a few people that should be in my life (laughs) that are missing, right? And one day she's going to ask me like, mom, where is your family, right? And like, have I thought about it? Like, yes, but like in that moment, just listening to this music and listening to the song, I was like, oh man, like this is really like going to be a conversation that I'm going to need to have with her at one point or another. And it's not like I know anyone who has, um, I guess like severed ties with everyone in their family, right? So like, I don't even know how, how I'm going to have this conversation with her. And it, and like, it started to just kind of freak me out a little bit, to be honest, because I'm like, well, I need to be honest with her and tell her like, hey, you know what? This and this happened and that and that happened and this and whatever. And like, it just like, I don't know. It just, it really freaked me out like listening to it. And then he has another song called Haley's Song, which he talks about like having the whole world on your shoulders and just like, needing to be this perfect person for like everyone and he's just like tired of it and he's just like 
you know, like, is it all worth it? And he's like, but then I look at the eyes of my baby and like, I know that, you know, this is why, like, I'm doing all of this. And that song, honestly, I think I stayed up all night after listening to that song and like cried because I'm like, ah, you know, like there are some days where I'm just like, this is a lot of work. This hurts. This sucks. Like, it's hard. It's lonely. Nobody understands. Everybody judges. Like, this is like one of the most difficult things that I've ever had to do. But then I see her and I see how happy she is and I see how just like loved she feels and how confident she is. And I'm just like, okay, that is why. Like, that is why I am doing this. That is why I have done all of this. This is why I am putting myself through this. It's it's because of her. It's because like she deserves everything in the world and she deserves everything that I never had and she deserves so much more. I will suggest if you guys have the time to go and listen to <laughs> Eminem's um, Cleaning Out My Closet and Haley's song. And Haley's song specifically it made me cry a lot. Um, Cleaning Out My Closet is was kind of more one of his like singles. It, it was a song that was on the radio. Um, Haley's song was not. And I, I want to say that there was a few more songs that I listened to and I was like, ooh, yeah, that hurt. That stung a little bit. But, you know, it like now that I'm on this journey, now that I'm on this healing journey, like it was nice to kind of like go back and listen to some music about it, right? About like just expressing yourself and expressing those feelings. And like, yeah, a lot of it, like he says, like I'm sure it came from anger and, and bitterness and just like, you know, maybe to some people it might be an extreme. Like it's like, mm, you shouldn't be talking bad about people or like you shouldn't be talking bad about your mom. But if you're not someone who has been a part of like a toxic family or like a toxic family dynamic, and if you haven't been someone who has dealt with narcissistic people or just like been hurt by family in general, like you wouldn't understand that urge, right? Because I've had that. I've had that urge where I'm just like, I want to just spill and scream at the top of my lungs absolutely everything that was ever done to me. And it's hard. (laughs) It's hard because, you know, as time goes by, I hear more and more things that only piss me off even more. I've heard a lot of things. I've heard a lot of misinformation. I've heard a lot of, um, you know, just the whole story being skewed to truly, honestly, truly, truly make me look like the bad guy. And a lot of manipulation going on to where people that I thought that I could still talk to and people that I thought would still want to be a part of my life, like, don't want to anymore. And there was a bunch of gaslighting from people that I never expected, right? And it's been tough and it's extremely hard to just bite your tongue and just not scream at the top of your lungs like, no, like, that's not what happened. That's not how it went down. Like, and it angers you. It truly angers you because you just, you want to scream. Like, you want to scream. You want to, I don't know, punch people in the face. Like, you just want to be like, 
stop, like stop, like just accept that you have done something wrong and that I am trying to move on. Like, why do we need to continue to manipulate and to just, you know, spill lies to make me look bad? Like, just let it go. Like, just let it be. And yes, I went through that whole, well, you've talked about it on your podcast. Don't you think that you're the one, you know, saying bad things and and you're the one doing the exact same thing? And no, (laughs) Um, because there's a difference between like telling your story and there's and, and like trying to be manipulative to make people take your side. This has never been about like my side, their side or anything. I'm simply just saying how the effects of how my life has treated me or how my family has treated me and how it's affected my whole life and where I am today with my anxiety, with my depression, with my suicidal ideation. Like it's because of all of that that I am the way that I am. I can't just like be like, I have anxiety okay, well, why, right? Like there's all, there has to be a backstory as to why, you know, we we deal with mental illness and this is my story. My story of why I deal with mental illness is because of the way that I was raised. It was because of the way that I was treated. It's because of the relationships I put myself in. Like it all just kind of comes full circle. And it's just like, I feel that it's gotten to the point where I hear things and I just, I laugh because it's like, wow, like, If anyone asked me (laughs) if I have any regret or any shame over anything that I've ever said, no, I don't. Because I stand by 100% everything that I have said. Never once have I lied. Never once have I tried to escalate the truth. Like, everything is straight from how I remember it, straight from how I felt, straight from my heart and it has all been done with pure intentions and by pure intentions I mean like it has all been done to share my story to potentially you know if anyone has been through the same things that I have know that they're not so alone my intentions are a hundred percent pure and no I don't feel bad or shame or regret over anything that I have ever said on here Here's how I feel. If you feel the need to continuously share your story or continuously twist the story around or continuously manipulate your way into making yourself look like the victim, you might be in the wrong. Like, just maybe a little bit. (laughs) Um... I I will own up to anything. If you come up to me and say, hey, well, I heard you said this. Like, is that really true? Yeah, it was. You know, I will own up to absolutely anything. But I feel that if there has to be continuous explanation on your end, then maybe there is some sort of like fault on that side, right? And that is why I decided to name this episode cleaning out my closet because there have been so many times where I have wanted to scream at the top of my lungs and yell and just like 
burst all this anger out of me on like, I heard these rumors and here's the truth and I heard these rumors and this is what happened, you know? I don't need to explain myself. I don't need to continuously keep explaining what really went down because at the end of the day like it just it it doesn't matter you know we all process things differently we all go through things differently and that is how I felt that is how I felt it just kind of goes back and forth with like stop gaslighting yourself right just because you hear these rumors just because you know that they're talking bad about you and making you look like a horrible person that doesn't mean that you gaslight yourself it doesn't mean that you you know, don't allow your own feelings to be justified. What you went through, whether someone believes you or not, is what you went through. There's a reason why it traumatized you. There's a reason why it made you sad. It is There's a reason why it gave you mental illness. There's a reason why you deal with anxiety or depression or anything. There's a reason why. Because it was traumatic to you and you are allowed to feel sad over it you are allowed to feel angry over it you are allowed to want to scream at the top of your lungs in anger in pain in frustration in sadness in absolutely anything but i wanted to record this episode because i felt that a lot of us need to hear that we don't need to continue to explain ourselves And we don't need to continue to explain why it is that we did what we had to do. Why it is that we had to cut ties. Why it is that we had to set boundaries. There's no need for an explanation. Because honestly, (laughs) these people are never truly going to understand what it is. And and they're always going to make you feel bad about it. But if you feel good, if deep down inside you know that you did it for the best and you, you did it to make your mental health better, to make your everyday better, to make your family life better, then that's all that matters. We don't need to prove anything to anyone. We don't need to scream at the top of our lungs why it is that we did what we did. We don't need to clean out our closets. We don't. And I know a lot of you are probably listening to this like, oh man, I really thought she was going to go off. (laughs) I really thought that she was going to say every little detail of like her life and how she was treated. Like, I I am sorry. (laughs) I'm here to tell you that I am sorry. But here's the thing. I don't need to. I don't need to stoop down to that level. I don't need to keep re-explaining myself. I don't need to keep defending myself. I don't. I did what I did. I feel no shame. I feel no regret. And I am so much better for it. And I am such a better person, like individual, mother, wife, friend, because of it. And I have no regrets and I have no shame. This all comes hand in hand with acceptance, right? With accepting that they are the type of people that they are and that you were dealt this hand in life, right? With just accepting these people for exactly who they are. And it also comes with forgiveness, right? Forgiving yourself for allowing this to go on for so long, for allowing yourself to be abused, for allowing yourself to be treated like this, Um, but also forgiving them, forgiving them for not knowing any better, forgiving them for just 
being themselves and just not being able to to truly figure out who they are or, or love themselves or anything. Like it all goes hand in hand. The day that you wake up and you're like, you know what? I am done needing to explain myself. It's the day that you can say that I have accepted this and I have forgiven them and I have forgiven myself. And yes, I have a whole episode on acceptance and I have a whole episode on forgiveness um, because it has taken me a very long time to get there. It has taken me a very long time to just accept it is what it is. <laughs> and it's taken me a long time to accept that I don't need to clean out my closet. I don't need to air out my dirty laundry in order to justify other people's actions or even my own actions. I don't. I, I, I've done what I've done and I did what I did and that is it. And I feel no shame, no regret, no nothing. I have accepted what has happened to me. I have forgiven those who have done wrong to me and I'm ready to just let go and just move on with my life. So will you ever get an episode of me cleaning out my closet and really just like spilling every little detail? Um, no. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry if I wasted your time <laughs> listening to this. Uh, where you thought like, oh, this is it. This is where we get all the juicy details. No, I'm not going to stoop down to that level. I don't need to. I don't need to because I know that I'm not wrong. For anyone who has reached this level of healing, like, doesn't it just feel great, right? And for those of you who think like, I don't know if I'm there yet or like, I don't know if I will ever get there. You will you will. Because even me, just like, just a short few months ago, I was like, nope, nope. Why do I need to forgive them? Why do I need to accept this? Like, why? Why? What is the point? But you do, and you will. And it might not be something that happens to you within the next few weeks or the next few months. It might take you a very, very long time. But I will say that it's such a relief and it feels just like so good to just be here and be like eh, it is what it is and I wish that there was like a way that I can make some sort of manual of like okay well first you need to do this and then you're gonna feel this then you need to do that and then this is gonna happen and then you're gonna feel this and then you're gonna cry about that and then voila you're healed <laughs> um I don't know how I got here or how I made it to this level and honestly just because I'm saying that like you know I've accepted it and I've forgiven does this mean that I am a hundred percent healed no probably not I'm sure that I'm still gonna get triggered I'm still I'm sure that I'm still gonna feel sad I am sure that there are still gonna be days where I want to scream at the top of my lungs I feel that that is the point right like healing is not a linear process you're gonna have your ups and your downs but I know that when I reach those points it's not gonna be as bad as it was before because I will know just to tell myself like hey listen it's okay we've been through this we've gone through this it's gonna hurt a little bit less today and the next time it's gonna hurt a little bit less and the next time it's gonna hurt a little bit less and that's just kind of what keeps me going like every time I think about something every time it hurts less and less. And I really wish that all of you can reach that level one day, the level of acceptance, the level of forgiveness, um, and just the level of it just like not hurting anymore. 
Alrighty, I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of keep this one short and sweet <laughs> and uh, wrap this one up. But um, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety. Thank you.